Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, November 3rd. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include waiting on the Fed, Democrats reach a drug price deal, and Zillow closes the door on home flipping. Those stories and more, but first, let's get a check on markets. S&P 500 futures pointed to little change at the open. NASDAQ 100 and Dow futures are also unchanged. The 10-year Treasury yield is 1.53%. Oil is lower at $82.30 a barrel. Gold is down three-tenths of a percent at $1,783 an ounce. And Bitcoin is unchanged at over $63,000. Overnight, the MSCI Asia-Pacific X-Japan Index was broadly unchanged, with markets in Tokyo closed for a holiday. In Europe, the stock 600 index is higher by a tenth of a percent. Now our top stories. The Federal Reserve is expected to announce a $15 billion reduction in the monthly pace of asset purchases today, while staying away from any move toward hiking rates. Chair Jerome Powell will hold a press conference 30 minutes after the 2 p.m. Eastern Time publication of the decision. Last week, Chair Powell said he thinks it's time to taper, but not to raise rates. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced that Democrats reached a deal to lower prescription drug prices for seniors and families as part of the Democrats' effort to complete and potentially vote on a $1.85 trillion social change and climate bill this week. Medicare would be able to negotiate prices for some prescription drugs, penalize drug companies that raise prices faster than the rate of inflation, and cap out-of-pocket costs for seniors at $2,000 annually. House Democrats aim to complete the $1.85 trillion social spending bill within days, including measures to fight climate change, repeal a $10,000 limit on deducting state and local taxes, and reform immigration rules. And real estate firm Zillow tumbled for a second straight day on Tuesday after reporting that its computer model for buying and selling homes rapidly doesn't work. It's forcing it to shut down its home flipping business and face more than half billion dollars in losses. Getting out of iBuying, as the home flipping business is known, will take several quarters and lead to job cuts of about 25% of Zillow's workforce. That's according to Chief Executive Rich Barton speaking on CNBC. Zillow shares closed down 10% on the news Tuesday. They're off another 17% in pre-market trading today to $72 a share. That's down from last week's peak of nearly $104 a share, bringing losses over the three sessions to 30%. In earnings news, CVS Health is trading flat in pre-market after better-than-expected financials and a boost to its 2021 guidance. The New York Times reported results that exceeded analyst estimates. Scott's miracle Grow reported earnings per share that beat analyst expectations by $0.04 and issued an upbeat 2022 guidance report. Tupperware reported earnings that beat analyst estimates for earnings per share by 48 cents, though the company did miss on revenue. The shares are down more than 1% in pre-market trading. Marriott reported inline earnings per share but beat on revenue. World revenue per available room night was down 26% compared to the 2019 third quarter. That's a significant improvement from the second quarter where revenue per available room night declined 44% compared to the same quarter in 2019. 
Pitney Bowes reported earnings that beat analyst estimates by a penny but missed on revenue. The shares are down 3%. Norwegian Cruise Lines reported a lower earnings per share and missed on revenue, but it does expect to be profitable in the second half of 2022. The shares are lower by nine-tenths of a percent. Looking ahead, approximately 75% of capacity is expected to be operating by year-end 2021, with the full fleet back in operation by April of 2022. Emerson Electric reported results that exceeded analyst estimates, beating on earnings per share by $0.03 and missed on revenue, but issued an updated Q1 and fiscal year 2022 guidance. The shares are up 2%. Exelon reported results that exceeded analyst estimates, beating on revenue and earnings per share. The company narrowed its full-year earnings per share guidance. The shares are slipping a quarter of a percent. Humana reported third-quarter revenue that missed Wall Street estimates but provided an update on its financial guidance for the year. The stock is down half a percent. Office Depot reported results that exceeded analyst estimates that missed on revenue but beat on earnings per share by 33 cents. The shares are up nearly 2 percent. Shares of Deutsche Lufthansa are up nearly 4 percent as the air carrier returns to a profit in the third quarter and turns cash flow positive. At the end of the third quarter, new bookings had reached around 80 percent of the 2019 level. Tickets in premium classes are in particular demand. Match Group, the company behind the online dating platform Tinder, is lower by 3.5 percent on an earnings miss and a downside outlook. Nysaurus reported results that exceeded analyst estimates, reporting earnings per share that beat by a penny. It issued an updated 2021 guidance as well as issuing an initial fiscal year 2022 guidance. Other companies reporting today include Booking Holdings, Electronic Arts, Equinix, Etsy, Fox, MetLife, MGM Resorts International, Pioneer Natural Resources, Qualcomm, and Take-Two Interactive Software. In other news, Republican Glenn Youngkin defeated Democrat Terry McAuliffe in the Virginia's governor race, and Republican Jack Chiatarelli held a thin lead over the Democratic incumbent in the gubernatorial race in New Jersey. Meanwhile, a handful of fiscal conservative House Democrats are threatening to block Speaker Nancy Pelosi's plans for a vote on the president's economic agenda this week. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention officially approved COVID-19 vaccines for children aged 5 to 11. More provinces in China are fighting coronavirus outbreaks than at any time since the COVID-19 virus first emerged in Wuhan in 2019. China's premier warned that the country's economy faces new downward pressures. Oil prices declined amid indications that the U.S. crude supply was higher than expected, along with pressure from the U.S. on the OPEC-plus group of producers to ramp up production. OPEC-plus heads into its monthly meeting Thursday to discuss output plans for December. The real estate unit of private equity giant EQT has sold a portfolio of U.S. industrial real estate to a group led by an Asian sovereign wealth fund in a deal that values the portfolio at nearly $7 billion, including debt. Rental car company Avis jumped 108% during Tuesday's trading session after it beat Wall Street earnings expectations as revenue almost doubled from last year. Bed Bath & Beyond shares surged 85% on Tuesday on a $1 billion share buyback program. Allbirds has priced its upside initial public offering at $15 a share, and the shares are expected to begin trading today on the NASDAQ. 
Netflix is launching its first mobile games. Activision Blizzard is delaying two key titles, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. Deer workers remain on strike after rejecting a second contract offer, and mortgage application rates retreated after hitting a seven-month high. At 7 a.m. Eastern, U.S. stock futures are mainly lower, with Dow and S&P futures down one-tenth of a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures are higher by a tenth of a percent. Crude is lower by 2% at $82.02 a barrel. Gold is trading at $1,783 an ounce, down three-tenths of a percent. Bitcoin is unchanged at over $63,000. The yield on the U.S. 10-year Treasury is 1.53%. In Europe at midday, shares are basically unchanged, with stocks in London down two-tenths of a percent, while they're flat in Paris and down one-tenth of a percent in Frankfurt. In Asia, markets were closed in Japan for a holiday, while shares in Hong Kong, China, and India all fell. Coming up, we'll get a first look at the October employment situation at 8.15 a.m. Eastern when ADP data is published. The Treasury's quarterly refunding announcement is set for release at 8.30 a.m. And the final readings of October services and composite PMIs are scheduled for release at 9.45 a.m. with ISM services for the month at 10 a.m. Eastern. September factory and durable goods orders are also released at that time, and the latest crude oil inventory data is set to be released at 10.30 a.m. The Fed's decision on interest rates and policy is scheduled for 2 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.